It's no wonder why you have chronic fatigue, skin issues, brittle hair, your eyes are always burning, headaches, you know, depression, anxiety, all of those things. I've, I can't tell you how many people I've gotten off tap water over the last 10 years and have had miraculous elevations or activations within themselves where, you know, they're literally living a different life. I kind of like these solo casts. They're interesting. I'm having a conversation with a camera lens and usually that allows me to just spiral into a channel. I actually prefer channeling versus having information that I've trained for and prepared for and things of that nature. That's why when I go on podcasts and interviews, I don't want to know anything that they're asking. But um, I jumped on this solo cast for Wake the Fake Up to talk a little bit about water because water which is the ether of life, the connection of all things in this material and ethereal world for that matter. Um, I receive so many questions on the daily and I just wanted to put some information out there that gives some clarity on how to approach water and the value of water. And as you know, we had um, the water sorceress, Miss uh, Empress Veda Austin on the show about a month ago. If you haven't heard that podcast, it was tremendous. Go back and listen to that over and over and over. Gives you a very the uh, a very clear interpretation of the spiritual aspects of water and the coating that water holds. Um, I'm going to get more into the composition analysis of water, how to approach water for drinking, how to approach water for bathing, um, which is often overlooked and possibly even more important than drinking. We'll get into that. And um, to give you a little bit of history, I've been a spring water hunter uh, since I was probably 10 or 11. Uh, just when you have mentors around you that are fascinated with spring water, um, it becomes something that you choose to do. It becomes a hobby. And I was introduced to that concept at around age 10, 11, or 12. can't remember exactly. And um, I immediately learned at an early age that water is not just some material fluid that's clear that we drink down for hydration, that water is so much more. And fundamentally, when you compare waters that are being sold out on the open market or water that you can get from, you know, the supermarket down the store, they are, they are completely different in terms of the energy they hold, the hydration that they'll provide the electricity that they will conduct within the body and just the overall experience of regulating a multifunctional biological body that requires a capacity um, of almost maximum hydration to properly move and motor all the functions of the body. You know, when someone tells me they're not feeling good or they're sick or they're run down or they can't digest food properly, or they're always under the weather, um, you know, all the autoimmune conditions, all of those things, the first place that I usually start with is you might be dehydrated. And before we do anything radical or anything extreme, or even bring supplements into it and other methodologies and modalities, 
let's start with the foundation of water. What water are you bathing in? What, what water are you drinking every day? Um, if you have been following me for some time, you know that I am a big connoisseur or almost a sommelier of spring water. Spring water for me is the, the nectar of life. It is, um, it is something that holds such a mystical revelation within the experience of understanding the life of a spring and the journey of water through a spring from its aquifer all the way up to the earth's surface. And um, I've probably visited over 100, maybe 120 springs in my life all the way from the Scandinavians to South Americas, throughout North America, throughout Mexico, um, up the Pacific Northwest, um, from hot springs to cold springs and everything alike. And what I've always noticed about spring water is that everywhere near a spring, everything is beautiful. Okay, what do I mean by that? Spring water is implosionary energy, meaning it's a sequestered power by nature and it's a zero point technology this is um this was learned upon by dr victor schauberger who was the water wizard from austria who wrote um some beautiful books uh, one of them is called living waters and he was the warden of the forest and had mystical experiences around water and he was able to make some technology around creating a uh, never-ending energy current around water and how water holds subtle energy, nature's response energy to explosionary energy. And I think you've heard me tell the stories of, you know, the trout jumping upstream and how they were able to pick up momentum from the explosionary waterfall and bounce up those waters. Well, spring water has kinetic electrical voltage. And that same energy is what spirals water from a deep, deep, deep aquifer, miles deep, all the way up to the Earth's surface. And I'm talking about ice cold spring water. I'm not talking about pressure from a geyser or hot spring. I'm talking about ice cold spring water makes its way through the dark, through spiral action, all the way up to the Earth's surface. And that's the water that kisses the sun, right? And so the, it hits the atmosphere and comes from, from the earth, and that's water that is structured, mineralized, electrified, ionized, got a little bit of alkalinity to it, not too much, and it's perfect for the human body to help detoxify the body, to help keep the body alive, to help electrify the body, and to get into the interstitial tissues of the body where water is needed. When we drink water, get out of the miasm that you're just putting water into your stomach, into your gut, runs down through your GI, and then you pee it out. No, water needs to be absorbed into the body, into the cells. And that's why there's such a delta in terms of efficacy when it comes to quality of water. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of purified water. I understand it. I understand why there are purification systems, especially for bathing. We'll get, we'll get into that very soon. But when it comes to drinking water, Primarily, my perspective is spring water is king. Now, I get it. There's a lot of industrial pollution today. They've fracked North America back to 
God knows where. It's a total disaster upon epic proportions. Um, but there is still access to clean spring water. And another thing I'll add to the spring water is um, when choosing spring water, look for water that has a low TDS, total dissolved solids. It has way less sediments, material, heavy minerals, things of that nature. Um, there are some popular spring waters on the market that are north of 200, 250, 300, 350, 400 TDS. When you start getting that high and you drink that consistently, that stuff um, becomes acidic in the body and builds up in the joints and tissues and the skin, things of that nature. It's too much. I'm a big fan of minerals, but that's heavy, heavy sediments. We want to be in the low TDS um, ranges. And so um, back to spring water. Spring water has a life, it has force, it has energy, it has purpose. And we're made of water and our lives are depending on our purpose in life. Um, that's not a cosmic thing. It, it is, but it's not only a cosmic, it's a material thing. And again, I like to meet spirit and material right in the middle. Um, I think that's foundational to have a strong resilience and moral compass in this life. And things that nature are operating with or characteristics that nature are operating with are things that we can take cues of. We can learn from nature and see how nature is working. And I mentioned earlier that everything around spring water is beautifying, is beautiful. All the waterfalls on the islands of Kauai, all the waterfalls in North Carolina and the Blue Ridge Mountains, all the springs up in, you know, I would say Southern Oregon, Mid-Oregon, all the springs in Iceland, everything around it is gorgeous. Why? Because it's sending out negative ions and it's implosionary energy. It's beautifying. It, you, when you're there, you get younger, you get healthier. It's, um, it's enigmatic to the soul because most of us have been, you know, I would say removed from that type of um, frequency. This is the true alchemy of life is to be surrounded in that level of nature's enigmatic beauty. And once you're there, it could be jarring for you because it's such a radical, you know, delta versus what we've experienced living in these metropolitan areas, um, overly burdened areas, overly mechanistic areas. You know, I sometimes I drive to Los Angeles from Orange County and I got to drive by the oil refinery plant that's in Long Beach. I mean, if you're from Southern California and you know what I'm talking about, or if you live in another state and you've been around refineries and other gnarly, like, um, I would say just places that are like such a burden on the environment, notice how, how ugly everything is around those areas. Every time I get into that, you know, three, four mile stretch, everything around there is putrefying. Everything around there looks and feels like it's dying. There's no wildlife. There's no nature. Even the the streets and everything is just dark and gross and disgusting and dilapidated. Bas basically the antithesis of life and life, life codes and source and and the beauty of uh, sustainability within one's uh, ecosystem, all of that. And so there's a correlation between that. I mean, look at, you know, things like New York City and, you know, the deep 
deep city places. It's just, it's dirty, it's filthy, it's gross. It's surrounded by non-native electromagnetic frequencies. It's just, everything is falling apart. Well, nature shows us that in the forest and the spring water and, you know, the mountains, it's the complete opposite. And the body responds to that, both being there physically, emotionally, uh, the optics of it, the, the smelling of it, the touching, the whole, all the senses activate. And um, if you have never hunted for spring water, I highly recommend it. It's definitely something that um, turns something on in your life. Everyone, every one of us is an explorer. Every one of us has a, a journey within us. And I always talk about momentum with your health. It's the same thing with your life. Once you, you get started with these things, you really can't stop. And it's definitely a good um, habit to have is the, the, the love and the connection to these types of locales in our beautiful world. So it's, so these, these places are beautifying. So water is beautifying. Spring water is beautifying. How do we approach this every day? Now, a lot of people are like, Sherwin, well, I don't have access to spring water. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Um, every metropolitan city is going to have a Whole Foods or it's going to have a delivery service or something like that. Um, I get my water from Palomar Mountain. I'm a big fan of Castle Rock water up in Shasta. Um, there's some good Arizona water. Um, there's springs everywhere and there are beautiful people that are um, putting their life's work, their passion, their energy into really capturing these springs and being able to provide it to the world. And another thing you got to understand is that the the business of offering and selling spring water is very difficult because, you know, water is just a heavy, heavy commodity. And um, it's not something that, you know, sells for an expensive price. So it's very hard to pencil uh, on a structured deal getting water to people. But the people that are doing it, they're doing it because they love to do it. And so I just want to give a little bit of honor and reverence to um, the people that are doing it right that aren't just doing like some purified bullshit in some factory in the middle of city of industry or something. I have no respect for that. Um, I have respect for the people that are bottling up spring water in glass and doing it the right way. And um, just a little tidbit, I'm working on trying to be one of those people for the spring water, whether it's with Castle Rock or our soul family up in Idaho with the Trinity Spring um, I think you guys might have seen that I was there a few years ago investigating it. And I was just blown away by the power of that spring and the silica that was coming out of that water. And the fact that the water was deuterium depleted at like probably 105 or 110. Deuterium is a radioactive isotope that we know is found in most waters today because of, you know, earth soil uh, degradation and pollution and God knows what. And, uh, we, that's, you know, at the end of the day, we don't want deuterium in our body, uh, with deuterium taken out, the body can go through a lot of massive shifts and really start to alchemize into its healthiest state to, to reach homeostasis. And so that's a journey that we're looking at that I'm possibly going to get into. I think, um, it's a, it's legacy type work along with what we're doing with symbiotica. Um, but we're, I'm very excited for that mission. Okay. Let's talk about bathing in water. Now, I've said in many podcasts that maybe, possibly, the water you're bathing in is actually a little bit more important than the water you're drinking. And 
you know, the interviewer sometimes looks at me and thinks I'm crazy. Why, why would I say such a thing? Well, I say it because when you drink water, your water, your, your body has filtration systems. You know, we have the limb system, we have kidneys, uh, we have the liver have things like that. Um, obviously I'm not saying drink, you know, dirty tap water, but what I'm, I'm making a point when you bathe in municipal water, municipal tap water, not only are you absorbing that water through your skin, but you're also breathing in the steam and the vapors into your lungs, into your alveoli, which is a very, very delicate micro bubble area where hemoglobin and oxygen and all the other things are intersecting in one to help turn the body into a live uh, oxygen breathing system. And so if you're literally mainlining into your lungs, um, thousands of different chemicals, not just the mind altering fluoride, which is a whole nother subject. We'd probably do a podcast on fluoride alone and not natural fluoride. We're talking about industrial fluoride, um, mass production fluoride, which is put in the water supply. There are so many contaminants in our, in our tap water. Our tap water is coming through old rusty pipes, old copper pipes, not healthy copper, but like weird, uh, copper particulates. We have, we now know that prescription drugs, are recirculating in the tap water system. Um, so hormones and all kinds of estrogenic compounds and s- strange things. We also have um, something called a trihalomethane. These are chemicals that react to organic compounds in the human body and become this massive carcinogenic compound, which can be devastating. Um, I always ask people like, you know, after showers, showering in these and bathing in these for years, it's no wonder why you have chronic fatigue, skin issues, brittle hair, your eyes are always burning, headaches, you know, depression, anxiety, all of those things. I've, I can't tell you how many people I've gotten off tap water over the last 10 years and have had miraculous elevations or activations within themselves where you know, they're literally living a different life because they're not subjecting themselves to this onslaught of chemical cocktails that the body is just finally taps out. I mean, if you're doing that for more than two years, three years, at some point the body starts numbing. And what do I always say about the first, the first process to an autoimmune condition and then to a, something worse, a pathology? It's the body can stop communicating with itself because it just it's it's tired and it's tapping out. And so we got to make sure we're bathing in the right water. And there's, there's many different ways of doing this. I, um, obviously we sell a filter, um, on symbiotica. It's a very, very, um, potent medium of material. And, um, that that's a good product. Um, but there are other filters out there as well. And if you're living in a home that you're going to be in for the next two, three years, if not longer, then I would highly advise working um, on building a 12-stage water system. Um, Again, this is for bathing, not for drinking. Um, This system can be a combination of different things from reverse osmosis uh, to carbon to UV lighting. Um, There's also, I I have my notes here, there's a way of doing activated alumina filters. These are... um, they, they work on a technology of adsorption, not absorption. So it's similar with how activated charcoal works. It's, it's using an energy 
that pulls things in versus absorbing it in. And that's for getting things out like arsenic and fluoride. Um, also another one is, uh, the ceramic filters also, um, distillation. And I'll, I'll get to that as I'm wrapping up about distilled water and drinking distilled water. I have my thoughts on that. Some people have a Berkey water filter and things of that nature. I'm actually a big fan of distilled water, but I don't think distilled water is what we want to be drinking in perpetuity. I think distilled water has its place more for cleansing and other things like that. Um, and so reverse osmosis, ultraviolet light. Um, also, you can structure that water. There's some pretty cool systems that do that. And so that is a, that is a serious um, hack to your life or a um, expansion to your life is to take hold of the water that is going on your body, that's going in your body, and it's going on your children and your family and your friends and your pets and all those things. There's a there's a duty or a responsibility uh, there, and I'm telling you as a man that's doing it himself and has been doing it for his for his crew, his family for a, a long time. There is a, a there is a energy of of power that comes associated with that that you are responsible for um, everybody under the roof, and that you you feel a connection to source because of that. Um, there is something to that. So if you're listening to this, like tap into that guidance, tap into your inner authority, tap into your freedom. You know, we're about to leave for this freedom retreat um, to Ibiza, and it's about sovereignty and freedom and expression and all these things. And I'm going to be talking about the health of the vessel because we can get into the higher levels of attainment and mystical connection. But if the physical body is disconnected from itself, meaning it's not communicating because it's overridden by contaminants that don't belong there, then you can forget about higher attainment through the mystical expression. The etheric body takes its cues from the foundation of a rooted source vessel. And nothing is more important than valued water and water that's trusted um, both for drinking and bathing in. And so to wrap this up, spring water for drinking, and water filtration systems for bathing. Um, there might not be anything more radical and more easy and more common sensible than upgrading the water of your life. And if you want more information on this, I've did a YouTube video on water about six years ago. It's on YouTube right now. We can try to fi figure out how to put a link there. I get really, really uh, mystical and um, I'm about to drink my spring water from Shasta right now, and I actually have molecular hydrogen in there, uh, which is a product that we have on Symbiotica. And molecular hydrogen is a very interesting compound. Thousands of studies on it. Hydrogen is the first element on the periodic table. It's also the smallest element that we know of, and it crosses every barrier in the body intracellularly. It gets into the blood-brain barrier, reproductive system, cardiovascular system, renal system. Every system of the body, it, it um, penetrates, and it deactivates one of the most gnarly free radicals that we know, which is called hydroxyl, which basically runs around like a wrecking ball wreaking havoc on your DNA. And so uh, molecular hydrogen is a, is a powerful addition to anyone's life. It's very easy to use. It's a spike of antioxidants. Um, it activates endogenous production of glutathione and superoxidase, dismutase. These are all 
uh, endogenous antioxidants that have a very, very particular action in the body that keep us young, keep us active, chelates things out of the body and things of that nature. Um, distilled water. I know I'm jumping around, but there's a lot of information in my head, especially when I'm channeling. Distilled water is interesting. Distilled water, by all intents and purposes, is considered to be dead water. Okay, now I know there's a lot of distilled water fanatics out there, and I'm not taking a shot at you, but distilled water is without its life force, which is, it's gone through distillation. It's basically, re you've removed all the impurities from it. So you just basically have pure hydrogen and oxygen in it. And so why is distilled water useful? Well, I don't believe distilled water hydrates you. I believe distilled water, and this is my opinion, is great for detoxification because it's pulling things out of the body. And so when you are in a cleanse or when I'm in a cleanse, um, sometimes I'll go three, four days, five days, six days, seven days drinking distilled water. And I do notice that I detoxify a little bit heavier, especially around day two, day three, when your body, it's like inevitable, like a switch go goes on um, and the body just starts pulling things out. So distilled water has its purpose. I just don't believe we should be drinking distilled water uh, consistently uh, throughout our lives like that. It should be set up for detoxification. Now, if you have a Berkey, you could, you could possibly use distilled water and then add minerals, add salts, um, you know, maybe put it through a blender or shake it up just to give it a little bit of juice. Let it sit in the sun for maybe an hour, let the sun, the sun hit the water. And maybe that helps stimulate the water and turns that water back on. Um, that it, that there is potential to that. So I think, I think there's something to that as well. Um, and then another thing to consider is I, I just re reminded me of with the salts is, you know, traditionally, and I've been doing this for 15 years. I've been talking about it for 15 years. Uh, you now hear people talking about it all the time. I rise every day with 30 ounces of spring water, with half a teaspoon of Celtic sea salt, Celtic sea salt, whatever you want to call it. Um, I stay away from Himalayan because of the arsenic and other contaminants. And uh, you can use Redmond salts. You can use some other exotic salts. Uh, what you're doing is, is you are naturally elevating your blood pressure um, with the salt on the rise. And it takes a little bit of pressure off your adrenals um, the firepower on your, on your kidneys to have to elevate your blood pressure to get your blood to your head. So it's almost like you're bypassing, um, the body's need to pull on that energy from the adrenals. And what I've noticed, uh, is number one, I get hydrated a lot easier because of the salt, uh, salt is, you know, it's electrical. It's got the sodium chloride, potassium, calcium, and uh, a little bit of magnesium too in there that helps get the, the water into the cell and cross that barrier. Um, but it also creates a, a, a detox um, type of evacuation, which is what we want on the rise as well. You know, you've been, you've been um, essentially detoxifying all, th all throughout the night, laying horizontal. And I'm going to get that, I'm going to get into that on the next little riff on, I'm going to do another riff on sleep. But you've been detoxifying all night. That's why you have stuff in your eyes and you know, your tongue's coated with stuff and you, you feel funky. And so it's important to get that water in first thing on the rise, a little bit of Celtic sea salt uh, for the win. And you'll notice you'll start having more energy throughout the day. So that's my rip on uh, water. I hope you enjoyed that. 
Um, I'm sure you're going to have questions. I tried to make it as common sense as possible. And again, it's one of those things that you never know. You might have deep passion and see the, the mystical magic of water and how much information water carries. And if you haven't, again, if you haven't listened to the podcast with, uh, with my dear sister, Veda Austin, please do. Um, there's a lot of water pioneers out there. Victor Schauberger, read some of his books. Um, you know, Gerald Pollack, he's, he talks about the fourth phase of water, which is essentially interstitial water in our body, which is more of like a plasma. Um, it's how messaging and information crosses through, you know, the, the, this world has got so much magic. And in order to be able to tap into that magic, we need to know the fundamentals of how it works. Um, this isn't some crazy, you know, laboratory theoretical nonsense. This is fundamental to uh, human existence and our connection to nature, which we are. Remember, at the end of the day, we're made of water and our entire uh, lens of life is seen through um, the energy and the voltage that's run through water. Thank you very much for joining this solo cast. I hope to see you guys on the next one. Signing off. Big love.